Excellence Expected, the inspirational business advice podcast. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of Excellence Expector with me, Mark Asquith. Now, we are all on a journey, aren't we? We start our life, in my case, what seems to be so many years ago now, I'm getting old, and we just carry on slogging away, we carry on on our journey, on our path, but whilst we're doing that, we're accumulating so much wisdom. We are accumulating experience and things that are actually shareable, things that can help other people. And in this world of content, especially from the business perspective, in this world of marketing, where it's all about storifying everything, everyone wants to hear the story. We are going to challenge the issue of looking inwards, drawing upon that wisdom and creating something memorable. And with me today is someone who has made a career out of doing just that. Someone who specializes in telling Stories. So it gives me great, great pleasure to welcome to the show from Right of Your Life, Stacey Curtis. How are you? Great. I'm doing wonderful. Good, good, good. Now, Stacey, you and I have spoken a lot, haven't we? We met at Podcast Movement. Yes. We've actually had a fair few conversations in the past. But for other business people listening, let's just dive into your story. What do you do, Stacey? Where did you come from? How did you get to where you are? And, and how do you help people? Well, sure. I am now in Houston, Texas, and I started teaching life story and memoir classes at the community college here. And after writing my life story helped me tremendously. And I wanted to help far more people because writing about your life and reflecting back on your life is incredibly healing. In fact, it boosts your immune system studies have shown. So I wanted to take that out and share with far more people. And so I've taken that online. And now Right of Your Life is my podcast and blog. And lifestorytelling.com is where the actual course is housed. Super stuff. So that's quite, that's quite a, I want to say the words value added journey, because you're actually giving your experiences away to people. Is that Something that you found, uh, this is a bit of an old word, but kind of therapeutic. I, I picked out there that you said you'd written the <laughs> life story and you know, it right. really helped you. Is that, you know, is it kind of a self-therapy? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's part of, you know, paying it forward. And as I always say, uh, you know, the human human beings have an incredible capacity to pull the wool over their own eyes, myself included, and when I went on that journey and started writing about my life when I was in a really difficult situation, um, it really helped me. It helped me understand how I got there and it really inspired me to help other people to get through their difficult situations. I think it's something that I can completely relate with. When I started Excellence Expected, it was off the back of a bit of a burnout, a bit of a rough time because I was completely inwardly directed. and. You know, whatever that outlet is, whatever the medium of just getting your voice out there, I, it really, really does help. And it's, it's kind of a nerve wracking thing, though, isn't it? Because you're exposing yourself. <laughs> it is. But I tell you what, telling your story and, and sharing that with other people, whether you're a business or as an individual, that really binds people to you. Because guess what? 
other people are going through the same thing or have gone through the same thing or they're about to go through the same thing. And, and what if you shared your wisdom with them right before they're about to go through that same thing? You could help them a whole lot. Which kind of leads me to the next point, actually, which was <laughs> which was always going to be the insecurity question, because when I first started the show and, and, you know, I'm sure there's so many people like us out there that have created blogs online and they've created podcasts or web TV series or whatever that is wanting to tell their story. But the first question you always ask is, who cares? Who's going to listen to me? Who cares <laughs> right. about that? And you picked up a beautiful point there about, well, you don't know where people are. You may help someone in the next stage of their life. And is that that doubt, that insecurity about people, frankly, not caring, is that something that people see as a bit of a roadblock in your experience? Do you see it, that quite a lot? Oh, yes. It, and I feel that way often too. But you just have to get over that because like I said, I mean, you, you know, what the definition of an expert is someone who is just has a little bit more knowledge than you, not necessarily all the knowledge in the world, but just a little bit more than you. So you are an expert in something because there is, there are people out there who don't necessarily have the knowledge that you have and writing actually helps you take that knowledge that you have <clears throat> and turn it into wisdom. So, you know, you might have experienced something, that's fine, you've experienced it, you've gotten through it, but what about turning around, writing about it and writing the lessons that you learned and actually sharing those online and that helps those people who are just about, just a few minutes behind you, <clears throat> excuse me, just a few minutes behind you and they could use that wisdom that you gathered. And without wanting to make what feels like a tenuous link back to business, the thing that gets me with this is that when I was trying to start Excellence Expected, I knew I wanted to start something and I knew I wanted it to be business oriented. And when I say business oriented, what I mean, what I mean is I wanted it to benefit my businesses some way and I didn't know what that was. And the thing that I drew upon was my own story, my own scenario, my own problems, my own issues and realize that actually other people are having this same problem. So there's so many people that get told to do content. content. Content is massive for business. And they're looking, scrabbling around, looking for something. Is there something to be said for actually looking inwards and taking your story and starting to apply that and opening the doors to that a little further? Oh, absolutely. Because especially business owners, you start, like you said, you started a business for a reason. What was that reason? And you, you know, you had that fire inside of you and whether it was because you found um, something that will help you and you wanted to help other people or you, you know, you, there's there's a story behind that and the stories behind businesses are what get people to buy into your business. I mean, not just, hey, I'm just going to purchase this or I'm just going to purchase that once and done, but they buy into you and your story and they want you to be successful. So looking in and, and looking at your story and then also sharing that in little pieces, you know, you don't have to share it all at once. If you share that in little pieces, that makes you more authentic, more real and more transparent to the, the your all of your customers. That transparency and that honesty is such a valuable thing as well. And is that something, again, that, 
people tend to struggle with, especially when putting out the first pieces of content that are completely based on their own experiences. Is the transparency and honesty something that people struggle with? I imagine that you kind of bend the truth a little bit. Do you have to really <laughs> get past that? Right. Well, some people say it's because, you know, you're, you're shy or you don't, um, you're afraid of, you know, what people will say, but you know what? That's kind of an ego talking because if you put yourself out there, you, you know, your ego says, oh, I want people to think I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm, I'm the best there ever is. There's nothing wrong. Yada, yada, yada. Well, oddly enough, if you will put that ego away and have the, the need to be universally accepted or looked at as the highest or the best, if you will put that behind you and be real um, and be vulnerable, you would be surprised the, um, the outpouring of support and, you know, love and, and um, connection to your business that uh, your customers will have. Let's just shift the gear a little bit then. Let's just say that we want to create something. We've decided that something like this is for us, but we aren't writers. I don't class myself as a writer at all. And that was one of the biggest challenges for me was finding a medium that wasn't writing. What kind of advice would you give to someone, Stacey, that, that would is perhaps struggling to find that medium, you know, the outlet, the platform that they're going to use? Well, first of all, you don't have to be a writer to write about your life. That writing is something that you can learn and have. Um, there's not necessarily a formula, but there, it, it's a lot easier than you think. Don't imagine it as some huge, huge thing. Um, but what makes a good story is are the details. So you, you know, let's say you had an incident happen and um, you want to tell about that because it's meaningful or significant to your customers, you would draw in all of the five senses. Um, what did you smell? What would you just boil it down to one moment in time and then expand from there? So you don't want to say, okay, I was born and this, this happened and this happened, this happened. You don't want to write an autobiography. You want to write about one specific moment in time. And it, and, and that makes it much easier to process for you and for your readers. I like the idea of anchoring to a point in time because it makes that instant connection with people, doesn't it? It proves mm -hmm. that, um, I wouldn't say the credibility, but it gives people an insight into you relatively quickly so they can they can start to like you and trust you. I think that's really important. And let's just talk a little bit further on that kind of medium because obviously you're a writer, you, you teach people, you tutor people, and obviously you've got a podcast as well. When it comes to storifying things, and especially the life story and seeking the wisdom from within ourselves, are there any differences in approach with the different mediums? Well, uh, you've got your, of course, um, content limitations, but really what it boils down to are the is, is the crux of the story. What did you learn? Lessons learned. And if you will take that incident and first of all, say, what did I learn through that? And whatever, then whatever medium that you go into, make sure that piece of wisdom is there. And then you add the details to it. Um, and I would say you don't even have to write a ton. I mean, a blog post, for instance, 
might be anywhere from 400 to 1200 words, you know, max, but a tweet is, you know, very, very short. So just what is that crux, that one piece of wisdom that you want folks to, to um, reflect on or to know about you and then build it out from there based on the different mediums? That's really interesting. The idea that you're finding one specific, one specific crux to work from. And that, that leads me to a, a quite curious thought in my own mind, which is how can we define that? Is there any, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the answer to this is, is probably no, but is there <laughs> any process that we can go through to say, well, look, everything in my life has just happened to me. You know, we, we don't see necessarily the events that shape us until much later in life as being important. So how can we start to define what is important, what people may relate to? Is there any kind of process to that? Yeah, that's actually a really great question. What I lead people through is a, a short exercise on discovering their life theme. And you might think, okay, my life theme is building a business or my life theme is this, but it really might not be what you imagine. I uh, take my folks through this exercise and it's basically what, think back through your life and make a list of landmarks that you've had. It, it could be good or bad. And you can start with, I was born here. I was born and then, you know, I was baptized. I, you know, my parents got a divorce. What are some landmarks, 15 or 20 and, and things that were important turning points or that affected you. And now make another list, a separate list of conflicts you've had in your life. And that might be kids versus career or money versus spirituality and um, things like that. And then make a third list of the desires that you've had in your life. And, and that could be the, the desire to do something, the desire to be recognized or um, anything that you've longed for. And when you're done, compare those lists and find out where the commonalities are because there's, there will be some commonalities. And that is one of your life themes. That's, that's where you would start. And you, you wouldn't do it really quick. You want to take your time and think through that. But then once you have that, that's where you start writing, right there at the crux of those three lists. That's really, really powerful and really, really interesting as well. It, I would be I would be surprised to see what came out of my own exercise like that. I might I might do that actually. Yeah, you just, should. Yeah, that'd I, be really interesting. I did it for myself and you know, I was a career woman and I was, you know, successful and all of that. And I did that exercise for myself and what I realized was throughout my entire life, I did not raise my hand. And you know, in kindergarten, I didn't raise my hand in grade school when my first marriage and things went wrong. I didn't raise my hand and say, you know what, that's not right. And so I, I found that I had a pattern. And you know what, because I discovered that pattern, I was able to change that pattern. And, and it was just it's just an eye opener for me. And my life changed at, for, from then on out. You know, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to raise my hand if I see something or I, I disagree or or I want to do something. I am going to raise my hand and change that person that I was my past life theme. So your past life theme doesn't have to be your future life theme. I like the awareness of that. I like that the exercise gives you the awareness that you previously didn't have. And, you know, I, I mentioned earlier about looking back on your life and, and discovering the events that really shaped you much, much later that makes you really conscious is that 
something that you encourage people to do more than once? Can you do this pretty frequently? You know, you can. There's there are, you know, additional exercises that you can do to have that awareness. One of the things I recommend recommend is, um, you know, spending time reflecting back on your life. And as business owners, we are so busy and we don't have time to do this and that. And, you know, are you kidding me? Write about my life? No way. (laughs) But it can be the most effective 15 minutes of your day if you just get out of your journal every morning 15 minutes and write and we do also do a practice called free write where you just write what's on your mind don't lift the pencil off the paper don't even punctuate it don't make capitalizations just write and um, that gets all that junk out of your head and eventually you're going to get to some of the good stuff those lessons that you learned and um, we have prompts you can write about as well. But um, that gets that that gives you that capacity to reflect and learn from those lessons. And those those are those lessons that you can then write about and craft into a, a compelling story that you can use in your business. And just to pull that back into not necessarily back into business as such, but. I'm talking more holistically about benefits and impacts of doing this. So I imagine, as we said earlier, it becomes quite therapeutic to do this and it gives you a very distinct perspective on your own life. What are some of the benefits that that we can expect from doing this and the impact that it can actually have on our daily lives? Oh, absolutely. Well, writing about your life, there's there have been lots of studies done, scientific studies that show that it right. Writing has positive consequences, such as long-term improvements in your mood, in your health. It actually boosts your immune system, like I said a little bit earlier, because writing and journaling, they occur on multiple levels, like the cognitive level, emotional level, social level, and biological level. So it's, it's, it, it is very therapeutic. And what writing does is it helps you to access that unconscious self and learn new things about yourself. You'd be surprised what you, when you start writing what comes out. You're like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> and it's because you're learning new things about yourself. As I said, we tend to pull the wool over our eyes, duck your head down and just get through life, get through the day, get through this week, get through this problem. But if you just take a few moments, 15 minutes and start writing, you will get through those moments a lot easier. That's really curious. The, the, the unconscious really, really interests me. And I think that's something that is quite personal to everyone, but I'll be really keen to hear from anyone in the comments who have gone through this and, you know, perhaps experienced that unconscious coming out and and learning things about themselves. I think that's really, really powerful. And Stacey, so many people begin writing or they begin a podcast or they begin some other outlet uh, for their story, whether it's a live story or some other version of content. One of the biggest things that I always see and, and kind of upsets me with people that show so much promise is the fact that they just stop because it becomes either less important or they profess to not have the time. Have you got any tips for people that, that may feel that that will be a problem? How can they keep doing this? Well, first of all, I would set a schedule. What we call that is morning pages, and that, that was a term coined a long time ago. Um, just you can do it in the morning or you can do it in the evening and just get it out and, and start writing. And 
of course, we're in the age of technology, right? You can even get an app. It's called the five minute journal app and it will remind you to write, you know, what was the best part of your day or think back on a memory um, that will help you with that. So jog your memory to actually start writing. So I would do that, make sure and schedule it or have that app that's going to remind you to do that. And it's, it's kind of like meditating. Um, you know, when I first started meditating, it was really hard to, to remember to do that. But I got another app that helps me, you know, reminds me to do it. And, um, and it's, it's helped tremendously, only 10 or 15 minutes a day. And, and that helps me. So, um, I would just encourage you to do it because it's one of those things that it forms a habit. You've just got to eventually you're like, man, I haven't written about something today or I, I need to write about that and, and jog your, you know, put it down your little list to, to jog your memory to write about. Uh, the idea that the app is, is, is fantastic. I, like technology gets in the way sometimes, but things like that, like the headspace app. And I use a, a journaling app called day one which is fantastic. So it really, really does help to div- dig into that. And Stacey, you were just about to say something else then, I think. Well, I was just going to say, um, believe it or not, expressive writing dates back to 10th century Japan. So people over the ages have done expressive writing and, and journaling and, and things like that. And it's because it's helped them. So, you know, go back to 10th century Japan. They were even doing it back then. <laughs> it's not a fad. <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. So, Stacey, we we framed the issue quite nicely. We know that you know we are we're on this journey. We, we're accumulating all of this wisdom, and obviously, as business owners, we can look inwards to start creating content. So, I think we've framed that issue and we've challenged that really beautifully. And you know, I think it's very obvious to see that there are benefits across all walks of life for doing this sort of thing. So. Let's actually dig in now to the actionable tips because we're going to give people three ways that they can start to excel at this. So let's dig into your first actionable tip for people, please. So the first actionable tip would be to discover your life theme so that it might be a lot different than you think. So take the time to go through that exercise and figure out what your life theme is so that you can either enhance it or change it based on what you discover. That's interesting. Enhance it or change it. And is that is that something that's quite profound? I know that's quite a, a loaded question, but I would imagine <laughs> that when, when you when you come up with something that you perhaps didn't see affecting you, can that have a real serious deep impact on your life as well? Just oh, as a side note. It, it can change the course of your life like it did for me. It can change the course of your life, but you have to be brave enough to do it, right? You have to actually Go through that exercise and discover your life theme in order to benefit from that. Like By that. the way, uh, you know, another caveat to that is it feels a lot safer to process these words on paper than to confront your past tough situations. So, you know, writing it down is a lot, lot easier than um, sharing it even sometimes with a friend or, you know, talking about it. So, uh, you know, make sure you write those lists down and um, to consider. Yeah, I, I get that as well. And I, I like the idea as well that you can refer back to these and look at the continuation of that journey. If you imagine really cliched fork in the road, but you can look back at 
the effect that that had as well. So I really, I think that's really valuable to write them down. I think that's that's so important. And let's dig into actionable tip number two, please, Stacey. So actionable tip number two is to think about what aspects of your story you'd like to change for the future. So there, you know, maybe so a few people out there that are perfect and, you know, don't have anything they'd like to change about themselves. But just in case those of you listening are not those perfect people, um, most of us want to change something and discovering your life theme will help you reflect on, okay, what aspects of my story do I want to change? Because you are in charge of your story. You're in charge of your future story. So what aspects of your future story would you like to change? Or what aspects of your future story would you like to tell? So 10 years from now, I want to look back and I want to say I've changed people's lives because I do, you know, I teach them how to overcome difficulty through life story writing. And so what is your future story and what aspects of that would you like to change? Fantastic. Super stuff. And the third and final actionable tip, please, Stacey. So the third actionable tip is to start taking notice of what's happening around you and writing a little bit each week. Because life happens all around us and life storytelling helps you tell that story. And here's what I did when I was writing about my life. I would send myself a little text. I would send myself an email, just little snippets of things I knew I wanted to write about. At the end of the week, I would gather them on Saturday morning, gather them up and write my stories. And so, but you, in order to do that, you have to start taking notice. So as you get into your car, get out of your car and you notice, you know, the roses are in bloom. This is one of those cliches, stop and smell the roses and notice the color and notice the smell or notice your interactions with people. Was there something in particular that you want that, that, that affected you? Or was there somebody that had a particularly good mood and, and you want to capture that? Um, so start taking notice because like I, I've said before, we all go through life and you just, sometimes you're just so busy. You, you know, you, you bend your head down and you're just like, I've got to get this next conference call. I've got to put out this paper. I've got to, you know, have this meeting. But while you're doing that, take notice of what's happening around you. And um, you can send yourself little notes if you want to, and then write about it each week before it gets too old for you to remember. That's amazing. Start taking notice of, of what's happening. And sometimes we're too busy. You know, we, we tell ourselves we're too busy, but actually we never really, really are. It's just being a, a little bit more mindful of that, I think, which is, is so important. I think we can all benefit from Absolutely. a little bit of that. Love that. Stacey, that's been fantastic. And I know for many of us listening out there and, and, and trying to equate this to small business, I really have benefited personally. And I don't want to harp on about myself because it frustrates me, but <laughs> I've seen so much benefit from opening myself up. I've created new business opportunities. I've created new ventures. I've opened doors that I would have never, ever opened before by telling my story and then letting other people tell their story as well. So there is a heck of a lot to be said for this, opening up, putting yourself out there. So that that just take that on board, guys. I know it feels that actually it could be a bit risky. It's a little bit scary, but just start thinking about it because it really does really does help your business. Stacey, that, as I say, has been fantastic. I've really, really enjoyed that. And I'd just like you to share where people can connect with you online for more fantastic content, please. 
Absolutely. Well, if you want to learn to write about your life, whether you're a writer or not, you can head to lifestorytelling.com. That's where the course is located at. Or you can go to writeofyourlife.com. That's the blog and the podcast. And you can listen to fascinating stories of folks who have um, written about their lives, but they've written through difficulties and, um, and, you know, come out on the other side. So you can connect with me there amazing fantastic check it out folks you will not be disappointed stacy thank you so much that's been fantastic thanks mark i appreciate it always a pleasure and as ever do not forget folks that everything that myself and stacy have spoken about including all of the links that stacy just shared will be available at excellence-expected.com or if you're listening on a smartphone or a tablet, you can press your screen right now and bring up the show notes to access all of those links. And whilst you're over at Excellence-Expected, if you find yourself meandering through the site, don't forget that there's some fantastic resources there, including the essential 14-day guide to cutting your working hours and increasing your impact. That is the book that kickstarted my story. That was the catalyst for me creating Excellence Expected. So I love to give you that for free. Check it out, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, don't forget, the more you expect from yourself, you know this, you do know this, the more you will excel. Adios. Bye-bye.